Hi, everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. Who <laughs> messy this is professional wrestler Jimmy Vine, the Boogie Wicker Man. Tell my people, my brothers and sisters, don't you dare, don't you dare miss Booking the Territory. Oh, yeah. This is a one man gang. You're listening to Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of Booking the Territory, the Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. But today, we are talking NWA Saturday night on TBS from April the 7th, 1990. Maybe we'll see more Ninja Turtle Norman and the Boogeyman Abdullah the Butcher on this week's episode, so stay tuned. But for now, I'm sitting here with Doc, and not Hard Body Harper, but have no fear, Harper should be here shortly. He said he would be on, but he's always running late. Maybe he's taking a dump. On that note, how you doing, Doc? What's going on, man? I'm doing great. It, it's a privilege, as always, to be the superstar of the of the wokest podcast on the air. The wokest? Yeah. I don't even want to dig into that because it may get political. <laughs> I just think we're all we're woke, aren't we? <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know, so I'll leave it alone. I feel woke. <laughs> well, I'm definitely awake right now and looking forward to taking a long nap tonight. Hopefully I'll get a full night's sleep, but I guess we'll see. Do you By know the way that you think do you know people that you think are more woke than you? Oh yes. Oh really? I, I don't know if I'm woke, but I guess I am. I don't know. What percentage of our listeners do you think are woke? Split down the middle. That's the um. That's the best part about like our show. The fact so that we just don't mentioning talk about those the things. words "woke" has half the audience hitting the RVD pose, and the other half getting all hot just that the word was mentioned. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. I'll I'll hear about it on social media or something. Why are I mean, y'all talking about being woke? That's some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, like we have a diverse hey, audience. You man. know, you, but you know what that makes it easy to do? Get cheap heat. Yeah, that's the problem nowadays. Though you can't, you can't get the the people people walk away because they get too worked up. That's the that's the whole issue See, with the, society nowadays. Well, it's well, you know, also why? Because people have too many options. Back in the day, when you had like three channels and shit, you didn't have anywhere to go. That's part of it, but we've we've also had a lot of channels for twenty plus years now or more with cable and satellite. So I, I don't know if that's it. I just think that social media has worked everyone up into a lather and that's what it comes from. It's not necessarily So what you're saying is maybe everybody shouldn't have a voice, only us. I never said that. It's oh, you put that doesn't sound very well. 
Um, by the way, you know, I, I broke some news to you that by the time you you all hear this, uh, you'll probably have already heard it if it takes place. But the champ, a.k.a. Luke yeah. Hawks, is supposed to be on the show for a bonus show that probably already aired. And um, he's just texting me again. And so we'll see. We'll definitely see. Is he bringing the D-man with him? No, he's not bringing the D-man, but I was hoping Harper would be on from the beginning because the D-man has been bugging Harper <laughs> about coming back he on the show. Him to around if he could come back in. He wants to. He wants to hit his. He wants to hit his spots, man. He wants to hit his RVD pose, pal. See, that's when that's we've made that poor man's life, which is saying something. Because I mean, you know, he was getting his <sighs> pictures down there. People knew who he was. It's pretty ridiculous, is what it was. Pretty soon, he's going to tell you he knows CM Punk. <laughs> yeah, right. What's it? Six degrees of separation. Whatever. All sure. Right. Oh boy, uh, Doc. Did you have anything this week uh, in the in the I, opening? I just want to, you know, everybody's always also worked up and 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 angry and, and upset and tense, and we're all divided. But I got something that. I think even you and I can agree on in the blessings department. Okay. Bro, we are almost three weeks into August and we live on the surface of the sun and it didn't crack 80 degrees today. Yeah, but you got to explain why, because we got dumped on with rain, which is a beautiful thing. The blessings are just flowing. Oh my God. It's like the land of milk and honey. Like the, they said in the Bible. Again, I mean, it's just... by it's like getting motorboated by Missy in 1986. Come on. Dude, that, I mean, tell me you just didn't go stare at the rain for a few seconds today. Oh, yeah. Because Couldn't rain stop. this time of year is a blessing. And Harper's on. Okay. Hey. hey. Let's bring What's in up, man? the only guy. Hold on. Let's bring in the only guy in the history of the world that went to work on his vacation. Harper, how you doing? Hey, doing all right. Would you like to tell us what happened? <laughs> he doesn't. I, I didn't know it was my vacation week and I went to work. And my boss was like, what the fuck are you doing here? You're on vacation. I was like, oh, fuck. That's this week. All right. Bye. That's the, the <laughs> that's the most on brand Harper thing that could have happened. But now how good that feels. Oh, I can only imagine. When that's like, like finding that's like finding a hundred dollar bill in your ja- in your winter coat pocket when you put that back on in the yeah in, the, in fall. I was like, "Fuck this noise!" Could you, so, did you go home and go back to sleep? Uh, I tried, but I was already up. Yeah, and so I couldn't. So, Video games. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't go back to sleep. Mike. What is the percentage chance of you showing up to work on the week you're on vacation? By it mistake? would never. <laughs> at this stage of my life, it would never happen. Yeah, I'm going to put it at zero point zero. Yeah, for you too, me and you. No. Yeah, yeah, I might, I might get to the afternoon one day and just go. This is some supreme bullshit. I'm logging off. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> but I'm not going to like log in and go. Whoopsie. <laughs> Yeah, that, that was a great feeling. God, I bet it was. Yeah, it was like a girl oh. hitting on you instead of you having to hit on the girl. Right. So what have you? You've been on vacation this week. It's Wednesday. 
What have you been doing besides eating uh, ass? Fucking running errands. Oh boy. Bruh. My dog's got diarrhea and she, her stomach's fucked up. Jesus. Okay, so we're not. Yeah. We don't. We don't want to make fun of that because we do love dogs on this show and we are woke. Um, what's wrong with your dog's stomach? She's she's uh, pissing through her ass. No, no. What's causing that? I she don't got, know. Got worms. You've, have you taken her to a doctor besides me? Uh, uh tomorrow. tomorrow. She, she she fucking probably ate a bug or some shit in a fucking yard. My dogs she have been going to town on dragonflies. My dogs have been going to town on dragonflies lately. Oh yeah. So, fuck! I woke up this morning, bro. There was three piles of shit sitting behind it. I was like, "What the fuck?" And if it's diarrhea, it's three soupy piles of shit. Well, one was soupy, and the other two were full fledged shits. So yeah, the first two were her getting it out of her system, and then she started the waterworks. Yeah, and then she threw up twice. So sounds like she was yeah. down on Urban getting some kamikazes. <laughs> yeah. So and how yeah, old tomorrow, is your dog? Like a year. Yeah, she's oh, young. Puppy yeah. dog eats anything. Yeah, yeah, y- she eats anything. She she eats bugs and fucking all kinds of shit. So she probably ate a fucking bug that fucked her stomach up. So tomorrow, I gotta take her to the fucking vet. So you really know how to live it up on your vacation. Yeah. <laughs> I, it feels great to sit here and just watch fucking Buck Rogers all day and, and fucking Night Rider. All right. I got to say, um, staycations sometimes are the best, man. Oh, yeah, bro. This is great. Yeah. Fuck, no, Tom. I got to wake up tomorrow. You know the fuck I want. Yeah, exactly. That's a blessing. You know what time? Yeah, it is. You know what time I'm getting up in the morning? Uh, five. Fuck, dude. Do I look like I'm not in management? I mean, but don't you gotta get your kids up and for school and everything? Let me tell you something. If I went in there at five o'clock to get my kids up for school, somebody would get stabbed, and it's me. Oh no. No, the kids wake up at six forty-five. God damn! All right. All right, Doc, let's get rolling before I start hearing from you about going too long. So anyway, Mike and I will both be logged on to our workstations at, by 630. Oh, fuck. And, and that's late, if you ask me, but yeah. whatever. <laughs> All right, so, so real we, quick. Yeah, you need to shout out our most respectfully classies blasts. Well, yeah, I need to do that. And, and we also, are you going to do the five-star review or you want me to do I, it? I have one, yeah. Okay, so I'll let you do that. All right, so real quick, a uh, couple of quick things. First, a couple of, not new patrons, but existing patrons. Dan Heaton and K.L. Harris, existing patron members, bumped up to the annual tier, which gets them a month for free. So, hey, if you're a patron, you can go annual, get a month for free. Uh, if you're not a patron, you can sign up at tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. That's tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. And then lastly, yes, special shout out to our largest page contributors monthly, disrespectfully classy, Marky Blassie, Mike Childry, Joe Ice. Thank you for your patronage. And uh, yeah, we appreciate it. All right. So I got a five-star review. Oh, wow. Um, It's by a, what is that? Bear Dog 2002. Bear Dog. Let's see. What's that? It's got to mean something. Sure. 
rude and cruel. I'm going to read it like it's typed, so y'all stay oh, with Oh, no. <laughs> this podcast is rude and cruel. I love it. Harper is the star wide receiver of the team. I'm like T.O., motherfucker. Doc is cocky linebacker. You're like uh, Lawrence Taylor. Well, Mike, I, I'm more, I'm more of a, I'm more of a Va- Leighton Vander Ash because that's Jesus Mike's favorite. Christ. That's Mike's favorite. Play. Jesus Christ, that dude for the Cowboys. <laughs> Don't get me started. Mike, uh, Mike is the quarterback of the team, controlling the madness. Huh? It's a typo. The gentleman meant to say the madness. Come on, Doc. Uh, For an educated man, you're an idiot. I said I was going to read it like it was written, you Philistine. He's an educated fool. He's got money on his mind. (laughs) (sighs) So thank you, Bear Dog 2002. And if you want your five-star review written or read on air, I should say, you know, submit one and we will read it on air. Either submit it on Podcast Attic if addict if you use android or itunes if you use apple uh, but we do appreciate all the five-star reviews hey hopper i got a question for you before we jump into this week's episode of saturday night uh um so the champ um uh, was texting him this week i think i told you he's going to be on the show we're going to talk um the, the people would have already heard it but we're going to talk tomorrow and um he asked is hopper going to be on and i said well what i had to f- check with him but i'll ask tonight we're we're about to record he says, ask. Always good if he's on. That's nice. I got to carry this asshole through, through fucking everything. Don't you, everything. Don't you get around each other and both of you clam up on the show, so maybe not a good idea. I don't know I don't know why you want you on to talk about heels, but, you know. By the way, heels, it was a good debut, I, I must yeah, say. Yeah, I thought it was good. How do, yeah, I, I, how do I watch this? It's on Stars. It's on Stars. I don't have that. Well, well, just fucking uh, download it. It's from like where? it's like it's like I think it's only like eight bucks a month, huh? That's a lot of money for a guy like me. Yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> wow, wow. <laughs> it's on it's on stars, Doc. Sorry, you don't have it. We tried to I tried to sign into the because I was told you could watch it ahead of time on the app. So I go on the stars and download the app and I, and I like try to pull it up and watch it, and it says. Your TV provider doesn't allow that. So the only way oh, I can watch shit. it. Now, I do have stars. This is what's funny. I do have stars uh, on my cable package because my mother-in-law and wife watch every stupid show on stars and every other network there is. And they can't live without that stuff. So we got stars. So I was able to watch it and I can DVR it. But I can't watch it on the app like I, I'd like to do when you know the time permits. So, yeah, I don't get it, man. Don't get it. But anyway. All right. So, uh, Hopper. Uh, you want to be on with us or no? Because you're like, why does yeah. that need me? Okay, cool. Seven o'clock tomorrow then, which means I should have told you 645 that way you'd be on time, but it doesn't matter. That's you can the, be late. Whatever. I know. That's why I they mean, used to do the 605 instead of six to make sure they, they fucking showed up on time. Well, then why do you always show up 15 minutes late? Because Ooh. I'm a busy fella. <laughs> okay. I got a dog to fucking feed. A I girl got, to please. So, I, I got a dog to feed and a girl to please all right let's get started on that note so hold on that's shitting on herself that's what nice. 
Which one? The dog. Okay. The dog. Okay. <laughs> I got confused. All right. So uh, we are talking April the 7th of 1990. I'm going to share my screen so these two can lose their mind on what they're about to see. I'm not going to. I think I I'm watched not... the right one, huh? It's like an hour long. Uh, yeah, hour and four minutes. And I yeah. got to tell you, there was a lot of fast forwarding. To this, I might, we might need to change the direction of this show. <laughs> I could barely hear this shit. Yeah, it was very. The volume was very low on it uh, on the the episode. So whoever recorded this, from the VCR, right? Is there? Thanks for that's, nothing. That's that's so, nice. You should have had a forehead fucking VCR asshole. Wow, oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Are, are, are we serious here? You remember those? Yeah, I do. I do. Those were the top of the line VCRs. Yeah, they really were, which is crazy when you think about it. You had to have a forehead. <laughs> But let's listen to this opening promo. This is as the show is getting started. <sighs> you people are going to get to see me wrestle with my new friend, the Boogeyman, in a tag team match with our teddy bear. His teddy bear is a little uglier than mine. I don't know if that's what teddy bear or what that is. But I'll tell you people sitting at home watching us wrestle on TV. When the Boogeyman and I come on your TV set, we bring everything, including the kitchen sinks. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you have the Road Warriors, Flair, Lex Luger. Let's go with this. You think Casterol is real happy with their premium sponsorship there? <laughs> Probably not. That's uh, some hellified product placement after a Norman and Abdullah promo. <laughs> Him and his kitchen fucking sink. Well, let me keep going here with this audio because in the opening here, Corny and JR are something else. Let's listen to them. Welcome to World Championship Wrestling. I'm Jim Ross along with Jim Cornette. We'll describe the action in the next hour and a half from Canton, Ohio. We've got a great program for you here, ladies and gentlemen. Before we get into that, I have to ask you, last night on the Power Hour, you made woman quite a proposition. Now, was it business or social? Well, I want to get social with the young lady. I think we can really get to know each other on the same plane, so to speak. But first, I've got to get her alone, maybe at dinner, lunch, even breakfast. Maybe just tea, something. Today, uh, as you talked about last week, you will be doing some interviews. I know you'll be interviewing Ric Flair and Woman. That's exactly right. I'm going to get to the straight scoop with Ric Flair, the nature boy, the world heavyweight champion, and Woman. And I'm also going to be interviewing Hot Stuff Eddie Gilbert. I'm going to find out exactly what's on his mind about that TV main event today. A lot of investigative reporting from old James E. today. Well, I can't wait for that, but you left out one interview. No, there's one more. You're going to also be interviewing Abdullah the Butcher and Norman at ringside. Well, now, now, now wait a minute, Jay. I didn't mean I wanted to take all your workload. I don't want to replace you after all because Ted's still paying you a lot of money. You're working me to death anyway, so you can handle that. Oh, I think we'll just keep uh, with our format here. And Cornette will be interviewing Norman and uh, Abdullah the Butcher, Hot Stuff Eddie Gilbert and Sam Moo. That's in pencil. Somebody added that. It's going to be a very inciting two hour and a half. I'll tell you, they're live here in Canton and we'll be right back. Don't you go away. Is that your... Uh, JR asked Corny about getting to know a woman based on last night's NWA Power Hour. Uh, yeah, it seems like Corny's spitting some great some game at a woman. And then Cornette's got to be having a, a fit knowing he's got to interview Norman and, and Abdullah. But that's my thoughts, Doc. You got anything from that? Um, no. 
<laughs> Aubrey, you. No. Y'all are still stuck on Norman and that stupidity. At the it's beginning. a whole lot to recover from. Well, they go straight from that to, and I think there may have been a few things clipped off this episode that we just don't have, but whatever. We go with what we got here. So we then go to a promo, uh, straight to the next segment. It's Paul Ellering. We're at Gold's Gym on Buford Highway in Atlanta, we're told. Ellering, he didn't really say much. He just talks about his injury being similar to what Sting had and how it happened to him. He was never the same, and those were my notes from it. Doc, did you have anything else? Well, the first thing is is that JR just told everybody on TV where Ellering works out. What if he doesn't really work out there? Okay. They just were there. Okay. But I hear you. Ellering also works out in sunglasses, just like Sting. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's got a bright future. Oh. I think it's a little bit better with Ellering, though. Sting just comes across as just prick. I thought this was actually a decent promo from him. I think this is the best you're going to get from Ellering. Yeah, I thought, he was, I thought he was good. Unless it's 1982 Mid-South or 83 Mid-South where he's just acting just a straight clown on the mic with comedy, working out with fat women in the Irish McNeil. What? Come on. What? Come on, You can't dude. say that. You can't. You can't say fat broads. I didn't say fat broads. I said fat women. Well, see, you, you just said it just now. Okay. That's you got to call him thick. Even if they're not thick, you, you, you got to call him thick to make him feel better. That sounds worse. No, well, it doesn't. It see, depends see? on the, the the type of woman you're talking to. You got to say it, but you got to say it thick with two C's. Thick. Okay, White Lashley. <laughs> <laughs> right. Thick I know what's up. C's. Well, after Paul Ellering, we go to Doom versus Bob Cook and Paul Drake and dancing Teddy Long and coming out with his guys. Doc, what do you have from Doom and Bob Cook and Paul Drake going way too long? Can you give me six minutes and 30 seconds? I sure can. Let's see what's there. Yeah, let's see what's there. I don't remember. All right. 625. We got right here. Ron Simmons is talking some smack. To oh, the yeah. Crowd. This guy. What guy? Oh, God. Guy Look at this. With the WWF hat on. He's talking smack. Which of his <laughs> chromosomes is he missing? That's nice. What are the odds? Like, that... Go ahead. He uh, looks like John Goodman, doesn't he? From A little bit. Roseanne? Yeah. Does he, what are the odds that person is still alive today? Oh, come on. He got the sugar foot? Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. I don't think I don't think that's exactly what it's called. Um God. We're going to hell, man. We really are. Why? Well We're going to hell, you man. You don't know how to behave, most of all. <laughs> to get that sugar foot. Look at this guy. Please tell me that's a camera around his neck and not binoculars. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's, how could it be binoculars? He's he's in the front row. <laughs> in front yeah. Row. Look how he's dressed. 
That's so, how, why I asked the question. Maybe I'm he just came. From, he just came what from that the, logo is. Yeah, he just came from the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Yeah, <laughs> right, right there in Canton, Ohio. He's <laughs> yeah. like, I just took a picture with 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 uh, Dick Butkus. Y- yeah, his name is Butkus. <laughs> you can see it. It's, a, it's one of those old, old 35 millimeters Harper. Yeah, like when they pan yeah, away, little, you like you a little Kodak or whatever. Yeah. Uh, boy. All right, Doc. Well, that's nice. Uh, timestamp from the audience because this match wasn't much. What else you got from it? Bob Cook never tagged in. No. Even though they went too long. Right. Which was Man, weird. Look. You know how tight everything was back in the day. Airtight, brother. Airtight. All the way uh, live. Dude, they they went like seven minutes, man. Went too far just now. Hey, I just noticed during this match, and I wanted to point it out to Harper, that at least this week we got an NWA ring apron put out there. I noticed that. Holy shit. We got our brand management officer. Right. Fuck. Because we know Harper would fuss if they didn't have the banner down there. Probably because it's from Canton, Ohio, and not from the studio. Yeah, but it's kind of weird. There's some weeks where they're they're not in the in center stage and they don't have the NWA banner on the side. It, it doesn't make any yeah. sense. I don't know why they do that. Because those uh, they got that dyed Pepsi banner, and it's like okay, there's no Ruse banner, so it's not that Cobb County Center building. Yeah, they got the Ruse on the post, but you're right in the background yeah. from the hard camera. There's the Diet Pepsi uh, sitting there. I don't. Know. I mean. They're unpredictable with it, man. They're unpredictable. And then they're when, the, unpredictable. when they're... Oh, oh, oh. Remember that song? Unfortunately, Unbelievable. Yes. Oh, shit, my bad. Yeah, you're bad. EMF? Is that who it is? I thought yeah. it was Jesus Jones. No, I liked Jesus Jones, though. That, that, they were good. Uh, EMF. Yeah. Well, that match was quick. Harper, I'm going to assume you had nothing. It wasn't quick, actually. It was nothing. seven minutes. That's what I thought. Let's and go to Ole Anderson. The, oh, hold on. The only thing Ole is missing right there is one of those cell phone clip, belt clips <laughs> so that he can tell you when he's leaving the office that he'll be on his his mobile if you need him. <laughs> I think he looks better with the suspenders, but I hear you. He looks, almost, to- he looks like he's got a court date after this or maybe a church picnic function. or something he's got and it it's that's what it is it's a church function and he's like okay i'll put on my good shirt bro he's got khaki <laughs> khakis and a polo with the stripes across he looks like he's going to a church function after the wrestling well let's see what he's got to say he's with the minnesota wrecking crew number two Niners, look right here because you're looking at the two guys who are going to take those belts from you Every time something happens, you just luckily get out of it. You manage to take off, you manage to hang on to those belts. But you know me, you know the horseman, you know the wrecking crew. We never give up, and we're never going to give up until we finally have those belts and put them around these boys' waists. There's one other thing I want to make sure everybody knows about, and that is my other very good friend, Mr. Sting. Once again, you just don't listen. You don't get the picture, do you? 
You don't understand. You know, the world isn't all good. The world isn't all just happy, happy. Sometimes there's some dark things. Well, you're looking at the dark part of the world right now, the dark side. And Sting, once again, I'm advising you, retire. Take your crutch, put it up on the mantle, pictures, get out. If you don't, we're going to have to retire you. Ladies and gentlemen. I mean, th this gimmick is dumb with these two. The color makes no sense. It should have been red, but instead of the blue, I think Harper said that. Anyway, uh, Doc, you got anything from it? Oli's fine here, but are y'all laughing at uh, GQ Stratus? Oh, yeah. I can't tell yeah. if I'm laughing at him or Jerry Bubba Rose. He he named himself after a Dodge sedan. <laughs> Remember the Dodge Stratus offer? Remember that car? Yeah, I do. Those little shit cars? Mm-hmm. If if they were around in 1990, I'd say he maybe even drove one. Uh, no, nah, they weren't around yet. I know. That's what I said. i tell you what was a hunk of junk. Remember those Dodge Avengers? Oh, uh, the the little sports car ones? Calling it a sports car is a tragedy in itself, but yes, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, because the, the late 90s, they were like a little two-door sports car, and then they brought yes. that name back, like, I don't know, like 10 years, 10, 15 years ago, they made it their sedan and fuck, they haven't made those cars in like 10 years. Yeah. Yeah, I was talking about the ones from like 96, 97, 98 time frame. Oh, yeah. But, um, Doc, any thoughts on Oli before we go to Jerry, Bubba Rose, and GQ Stratus again? He's, yeah, he's wasting all these, this seriousness on guys that aren't going to be there. Yeah, I don't think they might have one more week at this point. I'm I don't remember, but it ain't long like we talked about. Hopper, any thoughts on Oli or are you ready to to kill no. Rose and Stratus no. here? Yeah. The Stratus, come on. This guy. Look at Clown. these two. Clowns. Dude, they they make PG-13 look look serious. <laughs> at least he's got to get up. Like the jacket and a tie. A what? A get up. You never heard of a get up, Doc? Are we talking about dong croutons? No, a yeah. get up. No, no, get up. I got you. No, like a get up, like an outfit. Like he's in a yeah. get up. You never heard that before? A short set? Jesus. <laughs> Hopper, school him, please. <laughs> a get up. Explain to him what a get up is. I don't know how to explain it. It's like an outfit, yeah, right? Yeah. Why'd you get up? Yeah, it's like a nice outfit, like you get from Chess King. <laughs> or Soul Train Fashions. That's right. Yeah. Get you a new get up. It's like a new fit, you know? He's got yeah. a get up. Why don't you just say outfit? All right, White Lashley. We'll keep moving. Uh, Rick Steiner, as we've already talked about, and Scott Steiner are taking on Bubba Rose and GQ Stratus. And as we said, these are some funny-looking fellas. I don't know how else to explain it. Uh, there's a, I did make a note here about the guy in the front row with the WWF trucker hat. Doc, what thoughts you got on this match? Can I get 18-13? Boy, you, you had almost what I had. Um, oh, yeah. So we're at 18-10. Here it comes. Rick Steiner shoots off uh, GQ. 
and just dumps his ass. <laughs> it wasn't a lot of cooperation there. Um, then yeah. there didn't need to be. <laughs> yeah, he that's how he snatched him. Oli at the last pay per view. Sure did. Well, here comes the the finish, I believe, when Rick Steiner, uh, he's gonna hit. I think he's gonna hit Bubba Rose with a Steiner line. Oh yeah, this looks right rough, there. Huh? God, <laughs> <laughs> he just murdered him. I said finish, but it wasn't a finish. But See, Paul he missed. He has out. nowhere to bump. Because fucking uh, Scott Steiner's standing there. Yeah, he's standing in the middle of the ring. Right. That's true. So he's he's just literally at the edge. They're tell over you, man, here. Look at the fans react to yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. We talk. I mean, in fair, we, we Ohio's not about... much farther away from Michigan too. That's why That's... Ohio State and Michigan don't like each other. Yeah. Um. Yeah, well, Michigan and Michigan State don't like each other either, so there's that. Nobody likes anybody. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, the Steiners win. Uh, Rick Steiner hits GQ with a belly-to-belly, and that's it. Doc, any thoughts? They're over. That's about what I got, too. They're over. Yeah. Overhead belly-to-belly. It really looked nice. All right, so now we're going to go to... They didn't oh, leave go, go. that soon, huh? For the WWF, huh? The Steiners? Yeah. No, I mean they're around for a while. Yeah, they're. Yeah. They don't like. It's not like a, one of those things where oh they're up and gone. I mean at this point, ooh, Doc, when did Scott come in? It's been about a year, right? Right now, it was like a year right. ago at this point. So I mean we got a full year of them, and they've been over since he, since he pretty much debuted. Let's go now to Jim Cornette. He's interviewing Eddie Gilbert, and some stuff is about to go down. And I, I, my notes, I literally have a Jesus Christ because of something that happens here. Here it is. Well, I've been joined here now by Hot Stuff Eddie Gilbert. Eddie, we've known each other for a long time. Can I call you Stuff? Well, no, I, I just want to ask you a question about your career. You know, the way things have been going, you've had a lot of ups and downs in your career, but you've been on a real winning streak, a real hot streak lately. And the main event today on television is a match against Samu. I think maybe you've finally bitten off more than you can chew. Oh, you really think so? Well, just maybe, just maybe. But Jim Cornette, if given the chance on any given day, Hot Stuff Eddie Gilbert will not ever back down from anybody. And you're right. I've had a lot of ups and I've had a lot of downs. And you're the kind of person that I would almost say that probably had something to do with that. Well, now, Eddie, I would never want to sabotage your career or anything like that. I would never do anything like that. I'm merely a journalist. So what do you think that your chances are today against a guy like Samu? Well, Mr. Cornette, only thing I'm asking, give me the chance, whoever it's against, I'll wrestle them, and I'll do 100% to beat them, and I'll try my best to come out the winner. Eddie, maybe you ought to turn around a little bit, just like this. The director's telling me we need to get a little bit better shot of you. Just like that. Just There you go. Okay. So what you're saying, you're saying that basically Samu... <laughs> Get out right. Fruit cocktail. I love it. Health food. Come on, boy. Give him the dull pineapple crunch. There you go, baby. What do you think about that, Ross? Let's get out of here. This is distasteful. We're going to a commercial break. That's enough. I mean, was it just me or was the crowd super quiet? 
They were real quick. They were. They didn't say one word. And what got me was, Jesus Christ, could he hit him any harder in the back of the head with a freaking pineapple? That looked stiff. Yeah. It had to be sliced open, huh? It had. So it would. I hope. God. I mean, look at that, the, dude. Because the way it breaks, it had to be cut open, cut up. You think, I mean. Or could he I'll, not just squeeze it with his big paw as he was exploding it so that it would all happen at once? Well, and I hope maybe they hollowed it out a little too. Like, not all the way, but enough. Because it explodes. Yeah, it explodes. It's not like a solid pineapple that just hit. But even yeah. then, I still kept watching it over and over. And I was like, Jesus, Lord, that looks like it hurt. I mean, dude, getting hit in the back of the head is concussion city. And he just slammed that thing in him. But you're right, Hopper. It does explode. But he, okay, yeah. let me ask a question, Hopper. Even though it exploded, would you want to get hit in the back of the head with a pineapple like that? No. It's a fucking pineapple. <laughs> and, then, and then when Eddie's on the ground, he slams it into the back of his head again. I still think this looks like that AWA super or whatever thing they did at the end with the superimposed crowd in the back. Yeah, it does, Doc. But what, what the reason that you know it's not superimposed is because then they cut to this where you can see right. that they're actually there. Them. Right. Cause I thought the same thing at first. I was like, I was like, oh, they're in the front of a green screen. It's imposed. But then I was like, no, that's they're there. But are they? Yeah, I think they are. Just based on, I don't think this is super. It looks like it for a second right here. But right. But but when they cut, like when they started right here, and they're they're just focused at the crowd. You're like. Okay, this looks superimposed. But then when they cut to the other angle, I don't know, Hopper, to me, doesn't that look like the legitimate crowd? The fact that they're at the angle that, like right there. That does. Because it, because when they show them together, it does look like how when WWF uh, used to do that for superstars. See? And challenge. But, but this looks like a real, you know, they're in a building. I agree. Because he get when he gets hit when he gets hit in the head, it's like oh wait no they're they're really there, and that's why I was like even then the crowd just sounded way too quiet. And the thing uh, is, it, it, I guess they stole that from fucking Piper. You mean with the coconut? Yeah, I thought that too. I kept saying thinking coconut in my mind, even though it was a pineapple. Right, exactly. So did I. But this pineapple is definitely gimmick, but still, it looks like it hurts. Uh, what were your thoughts, Doc, on all of this? Seems like a really cool gimmick to waste on this feud. <laughs> and I like how, how we got him to, to uh, turn his back to him. That was a good idea. It was. Cornette basically set him up. Totally agree. Yeah, I, I, dude, I, every, I watched this a hundred times, and I was like, "Oh my god, that 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 pineapple looks like it just hurts." So, all right, any other thoughts, Doc? Before we keep moving, 
I don't think so. All right. So we're going to go now to Lex Luger. He's cutting a promo, and let's uh, let's hear from Lex. Right. Champion of all time. It's a rivalry that's not parallel any unlike the Celtics and the Lakers. Notre Dame and Southern Cal. It's Luger and Flair. But it seems like every time that you have Flair in trouble, he gets help from someone. Specifically, I'm talking about only Anderson. What will it take to finally settle your feud with Flair once and for all? Well, first of all, it takes a little adrenaline. When I feel a crowd like this in Canton, Ohio, that gets my adrenaline flowing. And when my adrenaline starts flowing, I start thinking about a blonde-haired guy named Ric Flair. He calls himself the Nature Boy. He's a world heavyweight champion. When I think about that, I think about contracts. I think about world title matches. I think of opportunities to get his butt in the ring. And Jim Ross, there's one opportunity that I have never been afforded, and it's in my dreams. I've got steel around it. It's real sharp. It hurts, and it's called a steel cage. The total package Lex Luger has never, ever had the opportunity to get Ric Flair in a cage, one-on-one, -on -one, no outside interference, his whole career. Now, Ric Flair, I am issuing this challenge in front of these people here. And for everybody out there on national TV, and if you're a kind of man, you say you are, you'll take the challenge. And when I get you in the rack, inside the cage, and you're standing up with those lights, there's only one decision to be rendered, and that is a new world's heavyweight champion. Yeah! He's got a challenge, a cage match. We'll hear from Ric Flair and Jim Cornette later in the program, but right now let's go back down to Gary Capetta. All right, Doc. Uh, I thought Lex was good. What did you think? I thought he was okay. Right. Yeah. He was it, it, He was it, okay. Yeah, it wasn't like the best, but it wasn't <clears throat> bad either, you know. So it appears we may be headed on our way to a cage match between Flair and Luger, maybe? I don't know. Stay tuned. I like I've seen this before. Uh, by the way, Nobody Doc. Believes that. Nobody believes that's going to happen. It's April 7th of 1990. We are oh. exactly three months away from your favorite wrestler, Sting, wrestling Ric mm. Flair. With the Terminator in his corner. No, that's, um, no, no, no. What? No, no, that doesn't happen then. Oh, shit. No. <laughs> I, know what you're, I know what you're thinking. No, that, 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 no. It's something we talked about last night. Uh-uh, that's not it. So I know you can't wait for that, Sting versus Flair, right, Doc? Man, uh, call yeah, Stang. When we quit the show. Are you quitting the show that, that, that week? I think we should all just turn in our badges. and <laughs> Yeah. It's been a good run. We're just going to walk <laughs> out into the ocean and keep walking. <laughs> all right. Hubbard, any thoughts on Luger? I know you said it was it was okay. Nah, I mean, it was all right. I mean, whatever. Oh, see? <laughs> Did you see? So we're... <laughs> The next match is uh, Mean Mark Callis versus Rick Ryder. Uh, watch this right here between these two. So Rick Ryder comes off the ropes and Mean Mark drop kicks him into the ropes. W watch Ryder just bam. <laughs> go Fuck like, that. He got nailed into the ropes. Hey, Harper, I wanted to tell you something. I was watching the, the Saints preseason game last week in – 
Yeah. And so you know, we I'm got sorry. that receipt. We got that receiver from Tennessee called uh, Marquez Callaway. Uh-huh. And every time they kept saying his name, Callaway, Callaway, I kept thinking <laughs> of Darren's goofy ass. Fucking Callaway. Marquez Callaway on the reception. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got a Callaway. Anyway, Doc, thoughts on me, Mark versus Rick Ryder, who got his ass whizzed. I thought. Undertaker looked good there. Undertaker, huh? Why don't you just call him Taker? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just call him Mark because we're on first name basis. You call him Callaway, you know. MC. Yeah, with the high school with him. MC. MC. <laughs> All right. Um, I thought that that uh, drop kick was certainly something. Bro, he he knocked him into next year on that thing. Uh, it was funny because he, if you watch when he does the elbow drop from the rope when he walks the walks the rope, man, he he puts down Ryder like way on the other side of the ring, and I mean he he yeah. takes a couple of steps on the ropes, but then he jumps like completely across the ring to drop that elbow. I mean, it, it really looked good. I'm I'm complimenting him as I say that because he I mean he had to go so far, but that was my notes. So we keep moving. And we're going to go to the next match, which is Abdullah the Butcher, the Boogeyman, and Norman versus Robbie Idol and Mike Sampson. Um, Norman and Abdullah come out, and they are announced. They are literally announced as the crew of Mike Rotunda from the state hospital. I don't know. We've seen some crazy what, stuff over the years. What are this we doing? might be the biggest ragtag bunch of people ever. I want you to look at. Go ahead, Harper. What's on his hat? Norman's hat. It's some Is that kind of Bugs animal. Bunny? I think so. Yeah, that's Bugs. Oh. That's Bugs. Oh, okay. That's the ears. I thought the yeah. Santa hat had Bugs. Okay. So. I mean, we see what Abdullah's got on, but I just wanted to talk about this real quick. You know, Abdullah's got his his typical, you know, garb on that he comes out to the ring. Norman, like you said, is Bugs Bunny on his head. He's just an idiot, right? But look at Rotunda. Look at his pants, his jacket, the captain hat. Bro, I so fucking shitty. (laughs) What in the entire hell is going on here? He's wearing like a green and blue nautical shirt jacket and yeah. captain's hat but the pants like look like breaker. something that the like the bullet boys singer would be wearing Ugh. I, and the thing I, is who would eat candy for that motherfucker when he's throwing the candy out to the kids bruh kids let's ask stupid. Jim Hurd I mean, I'm with Missy Hyatt here, man, when she said she had no interest in hearing Jim Hurd's side of the story. Because, I mean, he there is no... this on us. There is no explanation for this stupidity. And... None. Th- that is, once again, coming from us growing up watching Abdullah be an absolute savage. And... Captain Mike Rotunda, who was with the Varsity Club, was in a hell of a role. So we got respect for him. 
and he's teamed with Norman. And I know we said this last week, but it is it continues to amaze me what we're seeing here. And then to go back to Harper's point, he was Norman the lunatic who had to be strapped to a board because he was in a state hospital. And now we got this. And I was like a nice, funny guy. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, it's Norman. With Abdullah, one of the most monster heels ever, savage yeah. guys ever. Yeah, where's his fork at? <laughs> Tell me about it. I saw that enough in world class. So, anyway, Sullivan and Cactus Jack come out to keep their eyes on things. They're they're in the aisle way. You probably saw them if you're watching the video version of this at tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. Uh, Norman and Abdullah are going to win when Norman sits on Mike Sampson. Doc, your thoughts? Yeah, that's how I feel, too. I fast-forwarded this. You didn't watch it at all, for real? No, for real. I mean, it was like five have. minutes. It it was like five minutes long. That's the that's the the worst part, probably, about it. Like and when he lifts his shirt up all over his head, and he's starts patting his belly like fucking Kamala. <laughs> I can't take Norman, bro. I just don't get why they. Man, why they push it him. Look. I get that if I'm the boss in a corporation, it's going to be my ideas. Because if I get high, if I get fired, it's going to be because there I, he goes. Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what I was saying. Uh, you were talking about, you know, you get it. You're. It's going to be my decisions because it's my ass on the line. Yeah. But maybe make better decisions. You won't hear an argument Abdullah, from me. Abdullah looks like he's getting eaten by his pants, huh? <laughs> I, those are the highest. That's the highest I've ever seen him. Yeah. Oh, come on, Doc. He always had him high. Yeah, but that's ridiculous. <laughs> Dude, Them shits good. is tucked under his chin, pal. Well, I thought you were going to say something else. Oh, come on. Why? Both I of them. You- I thought you were going to say, <laughs> look at their finisher. Did y'all I never see thought that? I, I, I would see Norman in a tag team match where he's the agile one. <laughs> like, and look, nobody look out like here. He's a speed guy. <laughs> nobody out here is allowed to do what they do best. Oh, God. It's true. <laughs> you know, when you're coaching a team, you want to put your players in the best positions to win. And if you're a general manager, you want to get your coach the best players in the, <laughs> in the best roles possible. Oh, Maybe this, so I, this actually has me questioning whether or not Sting was the worst. Uh, uh, you need a question because Sting is nowhere near this terrible. I know. Yeah. Fucking Norman. This is so bad. All right. Well, when's he Norman leave? And... <sighs> you... <laughs> wow. Fuck. We have different takes on the gimmick. <laughs> Just wait. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so that's that's the other thing. I won't give it away, but I want you to Google it, Hopper. He does another gimmick after this one. 
where he's not Norman the Lunatic. <laughs> oh, and all I can think is redneck when I think of that gimmick. But, you know, we'll get there. Hopefully, if we don't all uh, have a stroke before then. Let's keep going. We now go to a Probo. We got Rotunda, Norman, and Abdullah. And Cornette is interviewing them, as we heard earlier in the show. Let's see what happens here. Oh, God. Captain Mike Rotunda, I didn't want to do this interview anyway. You promised me in the break you'd keep him away from me, and him I don't want anywhere around me. Just say what's on your mind. Tell the people what you think about Sullivan Slaughterhouse. Well, I'll tell you what. Any captain in his right mind would like this crew. I've got Norman the Lunatic and the Boogeyman with me in Canton, Ohio. And I'll tell you out what else, back. Get him a little back a little farther. Kevin Sullivan and Cactus Jack are the type of people that like to abuse people, man. And I'm sick and tired of it. So is Norman, so is the boogeyman. And if they want to go in Catton or anywhere they want to go, it's fine with us. Hey, we'll hey, take that. Wait, wait a minute. What? Hey, he's getting, get him out of my pocket. He's got my Twinkies. He's got my Twinkies. Cornette's oh. got some junk food. He's not on a diet. Norman and Abdullah are hungry. Cornette's leaving a trail behind him of junk food. Abdullah and uh, Norman are hungry. Cornette's hiding the high ground, and we'll be back. What did I just watch, Doc? Bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> fucking bullshit. And they keep calling him the fucking boogeyman. Yes, yes. They, Why? They, yeah. yeah. He's got a name. Use it. Abdullah the fucking butcher. You can't call him Abdullah the Butcher because he's a baby face. The Boogeyman. We already had a Boogeyman. He was called Jimmy Valiant. He was Boogie Woogie. And he was ten times better than this. And he was kind of ha-ha funny as well. But come on. Nor Abdullah is going from a savage, Doc, to pulling Twinkies out of Cornette's pocket. Yeah. Twinkies. Who wrote now this he's crap? Funny, now he's a funny fat guy. A Twinkie. He went from eating Bruiser Brody's head and licking blood off of people to eating Twinkies. By the way, he was in this match in World Class a couple months ago, Lance and I were doing. And, uh, God, I forget. I think it was the guy, uh, the talent he was working with. It was an enhancement talent, uh, Jerry Allen. And freaking Abdul, this dude's bleeding gushers and Abdullah's wiping the blood off his off this guy's forehead and licking his hands and licking uh, the blood. Oh god. Well so and I'm, the they... point I'm the point I'm uh, making here yeah it's gross. The point I am making here is AIDS. he went from licking blood to to taking Twinkies out of people's pockets. Jesus Christ. <sighs> All right. Y'all, Hopper, any other thoughts or I can keep going? No, keep going. And then, and then go to this dumb shit. Before we go to the next match, we are thrown to a segment with Jimmy Garvin and Lance Russell where Garvin opens an, an empty box that was supposed to have a gold record in it and Great. the segment fell so damn flat. Uh. It just, poof. Uh, thoughts, Doc? 
Dick in a box. Yeah. <laughs> was there not a at the end of it? Like it was flat, right? The only thing that happens here is that Ricky Morton comes out and saves it. I guess. So we then go. I didn't know to, they gave out CDs. Me either. Uh, we then go to the next match, which this is not in Ohio because I'm sure y'all noticed. Yeah. There's there's no uh, ring skirt now, so we're we're in a new building. The front row's different and everything. Um, I don't have the timestamps on this, but Doc, uh, what did what did you have? I mean, I, I didn't have audio to play. What did you have from this? Because you said Ricky well, they, Morton comes out to save he it. He pulls out the box and tears up the gold CD. I, I this is I love Ricky Morton, Robert Gibson, but I, this 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 didn't do nothing for me. I mean, yeah, Auburn, this is dumb. It, no, Stop and, and rem, remember when we saw the 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 promo they cut on each other, the Freebirds and Rock and Roll from like Hopper wasn't on that show, Doc, from like three weeks ago. And how sure. good that was. And now this is what we're doing where there's a record. I don't know, man, dude, they are missing. Dude, Gibson on... looks high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does. He's a mouth breather. <laughs> Doc, when does he not look high after this point uh, in his career? I guess a valid, valid point. What is that? A laser That's disc? A, right. <laughs> what the fuck is that? I mean... The only thing I, I can think of, they must have took a, a forty-five. Yeah, like I, that's what I was about to say. Record. No, but but no, because it's fake. Because look how easy it just it just crumbles. Well, it's, he's a professional wrestler. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> I think I think it was an old forty-five record, Harper, and, and they just painted it, and he just crumbled it. I, I think uh. you're right. Uh, yeah, that was my opinion too. So anyway, it's. The record was supposed to be in this box that Garvin had as Lance Russell's interviewing him. The record's not in the box. So the rock and roll come out to the ring. Morton's got the record. He crumbles it to insult, I guess, the Freebirds. It just felt flat. I mean, I don't know what they're doing, so I'm going to keep moving. <laughs> what? You should be watching what's happening on the screen. He's about He's to eat about, that little kid. You talking about that little kid? Yeah, he was getting bold well look at him he's I guess looking too after seeing norman and abdullah abdullah being subdued and domesticated he thought the samoans were dude the kid's giving he's <laughs> 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 giving him sign language <laughs> like you can't understand english but all right the rock and roll express they're taking on the wild samoans this is from nwa pro uh and this match was from a couple weeks ago march 24th of 1990 from what i looked up before the match uh, we already talked about it. You know, Morton grabs the mic and he mentions Hayes has been suspended. They they shatter the the record and whatnot. Doc, what did you uh, what did you have from from this matchup? Not a lot. It was decent, um, and it made sense, I guess. But I find myself having a hard time. I'm out of the mood, basically. Yeah. I mean, like they you, are you gotta shoving be... Norman down my throat, and it tastes just like you think it would. Ugh. Well, in it, like the thing about then... it is, go ahead. No, I'm, I'm, 
No, no, no. What were you about to say? Say it. I don't really, I don't really want to be here right now. Okay. Like the thing yeah. about it is, we all love old school wrestling. They ain't even trying right now. Or maybe they are, and it's just that pathetic. Don't discount it. Yeah, it's true. Well, as for this match, Garvin does come down to ringside when the ref's back is turned, and Garvin DDTs Gibson, and the Samoans pin Gibson. Samoans win. It's important to note, Gibson had just got kicked by one of the Samoans with a super kick. Yeah. So it wasn't like, you know, all he took was a DDT. I mean, it was it was a legitimate pin, and... Okay, so we then go to a promo from Jimmy Garvin. Jim Ross mentions next week Hayes and Garvin will meet the Rock and Roll Express. And JR says uh, that is going to happen. And the answer is yes. Garvin seemed to be in disbelief. I it's a it's a short promo, Doc. I didn't have the audio to play from it, but what did you did you have anything from it? Garvin? Yeah, there was a there was a Jimmy Garvin. He just promo. looks like he looks like a look at him. The gray in the beard. He looks like a washed up rock guy. He looks like the guy in a movie that's playing a washed up rock no. guy who's trying to make a comeback. You know what I watched uh, last week, Doc, for the first time in forever. Rockstar. No, the uh, what's that documentary? The uh, the whatever of uh, Western civilization. The decline the of Western yeah. civilization. Yeah. Oh my God. Have you seen that, Mike? What's it on? Like it's, Hulu, Netflix? I saw it on Tubi. It was on Tubi. I haven't seen it. Uh, you, you're making me want to watch you it. You would fucking love it. It's okay. fucking hilarious. A bunch right. of dumbass white kids on the Sunset Strip on the dying days of hair metal. Yeah, trying to be fucking, uh, they think they're going to be the next Van Halen and shit. It sounds riveting. I know I did watch that uh that Woodstock thing that was on HBO a few weeks ago. They should have just called that rape stock. Wow. That was wow. the one in ninety four? Ninety nine. Ninety nine. Yeah. Rape stock. It it was it was interesting. Look at it was rapey to the ring. Look at Man. That. She is Tremendous. She's, she's with the champ. She's got to look good. The I'm champ, back in the movie. Not Luke so. Hawks, Ric Flair. <laughs> yeah. The real champ. Darren. The real world champion. All right. So she's let's got go now. Hair. She's got that hair so far out. She's got it as far out to the sides as I'd like to spread those legs. What's wow. up? Come on. You're going to hell. You're... Why? Well, yeah. Mean... What did I do? Boy, what I'm trying do? to do. All it's a I'm good thing you're do. not on social media. Why? Oh, my lord. I've been thinking about getting a Twitter account so that yeah, I can interact yeah. with the fans. He's lying through his teeth. Ain't happening. Can you show me how? Show you how what? Yeah, to get a Twitter. He's, had a doggy. He's got one. He trolls from his wife's. But that's neither here nor there. I, I put in a request for Wolfie to help me, but. Oh, Wolfman. He's he's my intern, and you ought to create... summer's almost over. Summer's almost over. He he has to go back to the forest. That dude's tweets are hilarious, man. He so, tweets about just random stuff, like that he that he supposedly did sexually in the Smoky Mountains, 
And he always finishes it 95% of the time with, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Would you? It's so great. He, it's one, let me tell you, there's been some good parody accounts. Uh, there was a Jimmy Del Rey when we were doing Smokey. There was a, there was a fake Buddy Landell for a while. Um, what about the SMWNEG? Oh, this yeah. Uh, I can't Smokey. say you can. You can help me out and say it. No, well, smoke. Well, Ron Fuller said it on his show like it was nothing. Sure um, there was uh, there Smoky Mountain Negro. Yeah, come and on. Ron, well, no, Ron Fuller. He submitted a question to Fuller, and I was like, next question we got here comes from a gentleman on Twitter, calls himself the Smoky Mountain Negro. <laughs> Dude, uh, Fuller knows came out a little too easy, if you ask he me. Did, it just rolled off his tongue. And he asked the question. It was a good question, actually. It was about Norvell Austin and, and, you know, what kind of heat he got in those towns, you know, being a black man there. So, anyway. So, yeah, man, like you, uh, we've had some good ones. I got to say, man, Fake Wolfman came along a little late because it was once we were done with the Smoky Mountain Run. But his Twitter's pretty damn good. On that note. Uh, let's go now to the Louisville Slugger segment with Ric Flair and Woman. Love like they ought to receive Ric Flair and Woman. Champ, welcome to the program. Glad to have somebody out here with some class. Let me just start this off by asking the people in Kandahar if this isn't the real total package right here. How about it, Jimmy? You're already, baby. Ah, it's running off of me. You know, they used to say Lex Luger had the best body in wrestling. Not anymore. Now you do. But, you know, I want to ask you one question, woman, real quick. Last night on the Louisville Slugger, I made you a little business proposition. I thought we could maybe go out and have a late dinner and talk about it. You didn't have time for that. What about if, if you come over to, to Mama's Mansion sometime this week for, for tea? Well, Jasmine, Jimmy, you know, you're one of the best wrestling managers today. But as for Mother's Mansion and dinner tonight, I'm sorry, but you took off my cut. How do you do it, Nate? How do you, okay, enough of that. Enough of that. I want to ask you about Lex Luger. He came out on a program earlier tonight and challenged you, more or less, to a cage match. You won the world title from Harley Race inside a steel cage. That's your specialty. Would you take Lex Luger on in a cage match? Well, you know what the bottom line is? Yeah, that's right. Luger, Luger. <laughs> the bottom line is that when Luger invites Ric Flair into the steel cage and closes the door, then there's no way out for that ego, for that monstrous physique, and most of all, there's no more promoters to say what's next for Lex Luger. Because Luger, you get in the cage with Ric Flair, you do three things. You bleed, and you sweat, and you pay the price. Because pal, step back to me, when this duo, woo, walks the eye. I mean, looking as only we can look then Luger, you're gonna do the same thing that every man that sees woman does. You're gonna sweat because you, like everyone else, 
We'll find out there is one Ric Flair. There is one world champion. And the good Lord only knows there's only one woman. And she's mine. And let me just close by saying, little girl, you'll never look like that. And punk, you'll never look like this. This is what's happening today, whether you like it or you don't. Woo! Well, there you have it, Ric Flair and woman Lex Luger. You're going to be sweating when you get in the cage with him. Everybody in the world wishes they were either Flair or woman. Thank God this promo was on here. I mean, I'm not going to tell you it was the greatest thing that Flair's ever done or woman's ever done, but thank God this promo was here in this show. Doc, what were your thoughts? I think you need real serious professional help. <laughs> because of that meme I sent you? Yes. <laughs> you know it's true. <laughs> I, I wouldn't know. Okay. Hopper knows it's true. You're playing dumb, but all right. Keep, keep, keep going. Let's talk about this uh, promo here. I mean, Rick was spitting facts. He was talking about bleeding and sweating. And if you go back and look, he's cut himself recently there because he had a little cut on the hairline. Either that, man, or back in 1990, you had to start asking yourself, was that an AIDS lesion? Oh. Why? What? what? Why? Because okay. he stuck his done? dick in every pig all around the world. Come on. <sighs> all right. He was running a one-man choo-choo train on the entire female's gender. All right. Okay. Wow. Okay. Okay. Man, what? Speaking of y'all's words, woman looked very classy. Boy, she looked good. She looked real good. She looked real good. Uh, and Corny can't help himself, man. He's he's drooling, man. You know, Corny says, Luger says he has the best body in wrestling, but you do, and he points right at woman, and he's <laughs> getting all worked up, man. I've always considered myself to have the best body in wrestling. All right. On that note, um, Hopper, any other thoughts on this? It wasn't. It was like a eh, Rick, a Ric Flair promo. It it, it didn't really. It... This looks like a bunch of talented people who were beat the all the way the fuck down by what's going on behind the scenes. Yeah, really. And well, and I mean, Flair, he tries to make it work. You know, he talks about, you know, you got to sweat and bleed and all that stuff to beat me. I mean, he he said all the right things. Right. I just like you, if you like it or not. Yeah. I'm going to cram it in your butt. Oh, wow. Again. <laughs> Y'all have issues. I'm going to keep moving. Well, Bruh, we... you sent that meme and you're you're a chubby chasing weirdo. Oh. I didn't send nothing. No, what you talking now about? you're a liar. So we get a replay of Eddie Gilbert getting hit with the pineapple from earlier by Samu, which, um, you know, Gilbert is now going to be wrestling him later in this hour. And... Then we have the match with Samu and Gilbert, which is a lengthy match. But the match, what happens in the match isn't my problem. I just want to visit something here. So these two 
Samu attacks Gilbert out of the blue earlier in the episode. So, like, you know, all of a sudden, they're supposed to have this personal issue because of that. So, instead of waiting a week and maybe Samu attacking him again, you know, to build it up a little more, they do the attack and then they have a 15-minute match for the main event of this show. And that really told me everything I needed to know about this episode, which was they just did some stuff to have a match. There really was no reason. If they really wanted to do something with these two, they could have milked it a little more, waited another week or two. But no, they have them attack. Samu attacks Gilbert. And then later on in the show, oh, he hit him with a pineapple, so we're going to put him in a match. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying Eddie Gilbert wouldn't want to wrestle him, but I'm just saying it's all just out the blue. It happens quick. You have no emotional investment in it, which is always a term we loved. And I mean, not, not love, but it's what we look forward to in wrestling back in the day. And that was my notes. Other than that, I mean, Doc, your thoughts? My exact note was there's nothing wrong with this other than I'm just not into it. Hopper, your thoughts? Nothing. It was a cheap finish, too. Yeah, they just—it's like they just like made this this show up like a half an hour before it started. That's exactly what it felt like. They got to the building and realized that nobody booked the show. Yeah, it really was like they they booked this thing. They got to the building was like, oh, you know, we need to record Saturday night this week fuck to air on april 7th let's do it now what are we gonna do um well who's here okay let's do this that'll just get us past this week and we'll move along that's what they did or that if you'll just advance it about another minute we'll see something real special this week what are you talking about You have to oh, I know, I know, I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. Okay. Well, yeah, the way they get out of this damn match uh, is so we're seeing it here on the video. Samu yeah. throws Gilbert over the top rope. Um, the ref calls for the bell, but Samu and Gilbert keep fighting. And okay, so it's a DQ, like yeah. Doc said. They get out of it cheap, and that was that. Now, like Doc See you said, next week. Yeah, we got one more thing to do here. Jim Ross and Jim Cornette, they're going to close the show. And so Corny's still adjusting his collar here, if you see him on the screenshot. And, well, let's see who else might come into the screen. The situation we saw there, hopefully we'll get a return match out of that here next week. Now, next week, we've got three big hours here in World Championship Wrestling next week. James, you know about the big card. Yeah, I'll tell you what, I hope it's not like today. I'm going to quit running your TV show for you, trying to make you look good, because I've had a hard day. But next week, we're going to have the Rock and Roll Express against the... There's Missy Hyatt. Before next Saturday, we have tomorrow's main event. Of the main event show on Sunday on TBS at 605. And you're there too, Jim. Someone has to hold the microphone. Anyway, we're going to have two great matches. We're going to have a six man tag team bout and a return match with Outlaw Joel Deaton and Wildfire Tommy Rich. And I just want to say, Jimmy Cornette, I think you're doing a really great job, you know, as a, as a Saturday host. And, you know, Ted said I can come out here now, but do me a favor, don't quit your day job. Oh, I haven't had a day job since I was nine years old. Wasn't that edifying? Used to sell lemonade out in front of the mansion. 
watching. You know, she doesn't make me sweat like woman does, but she'd probably be more your speed, easier to handle. Three hours next, next Saturday week, night. three hours. Rock and Roll Express taking on the fabulous Freebirds, two out of three falls. We might try to get a return match with Eddie Gilbert against a Samoan that we just saw, Samu, and also you're going to see Z-Man taking on Sweet Stan Lane. And Z-Man, we did it to Pillman. Just a little warning, we can do it to you too, punk. Plus, ladies and gentlemen, that major announcement next week from the Stinger. Will he retire? We'll find out next Saturday night yes. on our three-hour special. <laughs> Until tomorrow night at 6.05 for James E. I'm Jim Ross. So long, everybody. So, Harper, just so you know, uh, Doc and I decided yeah. we're going to break up next week's episode into two because uh, a three-hour episode um, yeah. ain't really going to cut it. So it'll be broken up into two. Just so That's good. Yeah, Fucking that's Fear factor. <laughs> we're gonna break it up into two but uh doc you, yeah, you were... what we, with these episodes being normathons we can't do that oh god doc you you mentioned missy here mm. uh before we went into it so you know what do you mm. have uh what's your thoughts on missy what does she have look at that she gets the rolex that's what i was thinking <laughs> i'm gonna put you know it she likes... what I was going to put it on my dick so she could fish it off. Oh, come on. What is wrong with you? <laughs> what an asshole. You know, people <laughs> frequently tell Missy to listen to this show. Yeah, I hope she right. does. We love and you, Missy. Of course, I mean, she get, would pick get this your civil war. Get your civil war get up on and come on over. <laughs> I'll reenact some battles with you. What oh, the hell man. is wrong with you? Well, load you can load my musket. <laughs> I'll even let you win this time. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Y'all got issues, man. Grow up. I'll let you load my musket. <laughs> what the hell is that? Leave this woman alone. Jesus. What? Yeah, I mean, it, like, it would be just my luck that Missy would listen to this episode and get to this and be like, these idiots are stupid. Yeah. Maybe she'll, you know, want to reenact some battles. Come on. Okay, well, uh, before we get out of here, I need to remind everyone, please use our Amazon Associates link at tinyurl.com slash Amazon. It is a great way to support this show without spending anything extra. If you're already shopping and purchasing things on Amazon, show gets a little bit of kickback in return when you use that link. Again, tinyurl.com slash Amazon. Give that link to the wives, girlfriends, side pieces, whatever you have in your life. Tell them to use it every time they use Amazon. I actually physically put the link in the browser for them because we know our women never take directions well or as we explain it to them. Again, tinyurl.com slash Amazon. And lastly, don't forget, you can become a patron at tinyurl.com slash BTT. We don't do ads. We don't fill it up with, you know, a certain insurance company every six seconds. We don't plug stuff that we don't use. There are no ads. So to support this show, it would be appreciated if you became a patron at tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. All right, Doc. Uh, I don't know if you were joking. Are you really giving your Rolex to Missy here? I'm giving it to her because, you know, I mean, she likes Gucci. I saw that picture. <laughs> so, 
So she's going to get the Rolex from both of you. I feel like it's the least I can do since I saw her on that Wrestling Vixens website a few years ago, you know. Wow. Okay, you so... Ha- that? You ever go to no. that and see some Eucharist? No. Uh, What's wrong? What's wrong with you? You... You're talking about uteruses. You you you're talking about loading your musket. I, I mean, what what the hell is your pro? What why? Grow up. That's you're working now. Grow up. You, you, you'd have been on there if Miss Jackie was on there. I get it. Kayfabe, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give my Rolex to woman. <laughs> Almost gave it to Flair, but I'm gonna give it to woman. There you go. I'm going to be a little bit classier than y'all. Doc, I got to hear I got to hear what you're going to rate this thing. Man. Let Harper go first. Why? Harper, what are you rating it? This is a bad episode, but what are you rating it? A C? I didn't think you'd At be that At least it generous. was an hour. A C or a C. I mean, it was an hour, but it just This is poo, bro. <laughs> He's not lying. Okay, well, let me ask this: Boy. If in nineteen, if if you were sitting down in nineteen ninety, and this came on, was it poo? No. Yeah, it's all relative. I was watching. I don't know. I think it would have been poo even then. It would have been like, well, Rick was out there, but no, because I didn't give a shit what it was as long as it was wrestling. Well, see, I was done. He, so he was, I was, he was just, watching it. Yeah, I was out. I, I hear Missy. you. <laughs> nah, he's back to Missy. Okay, so you gave it a C. Doc, what are you giving it? I, Sound like you're struggling. Yeah, because I feel like I'm being generous here. And you know what? how being generous makes me feel. Not Come good. Come on, pal. Load that musket up and give it a rating. <laughs> Fire at will. (laughs) I'm going to say, I'll say a C. And I feel like I'm being extremely generous. Blow my lip with some dip. Never mind. Tracy's Jack some what? (laughs) Jack some jaws. So you're giving it a C. You really are. I'm shocked. Really? It. mm, C minus. Yeah, I'm going C minus. Oh wow! Uh, it, it's uh, what are we? I mean, what are we doing? That's what I want to say. Well, just wait till we're working towards pay per views and clashes. Just, just wait. Z Robocop. Just wait. Well, yeah. Well, that's how that's how it went this week. Uh, unfortunately, here, here's for how all bad. Of us here. Here's how bad it is. I've had some time this week, and I actually watched some SmackDown and some Raw and some NXT recently. Don't say And this was... No, I'm not going to... No, no, but... It was comparable. I don't know about that. This was an hour and not two hours and not three hours. That's a big difference. Okay. And he did watch Raw because he was texting me as he watched it. And I'm like, What wow. did I text you? Uh, you were yeah. texting me something about Jack and his tag team. 
you were texting oh, yeah. me something about um Walter but I guess that wasn't raw that was um Walter's actually, the real deal and his faction is the real deal well yeah you're not going to get an argument from me because we we talked about his, one of his matches from a while back and good god he's a beast so yeah I mean I hear you but god oh I saw that little fella Matt Riddle he came out oh that's what you pissed that's what got you pissed off yeah him do you want to tell the Matt, people what you, you know, called him? Well, do you, Harper, do you know who Matt Riddle is? Uh, if he walked in the house right now, I wouldn't know who he was. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to give you a description so you can be on the lookout. He's like the lost young buck. Oh, really? Like, <laughs> they should He's move like him their over. cousin. Lance, like Lance. Warren Buck. He's yeah, Lance, he's a... <laughs> Vaughn, Lance Vaughn Buck. He should go over to AEW. He's got some serious go away heat. Mike, am I wrong? I know a lot of people that like him, and I just don't see it. It's the whole bro act, it's just tired. I don't get it. There's nothing appealing. I know he's got a lot of talent, but bruh, I don't, it, he does nothing for me and he's got, like Doc said, major go away heat. I don't get it. I don't get the appeal. I mean, I just want to see somebody, I haven't watched Raw in months. When I was and he was out there wrestling, he was they were putting him with Randy Orton at the time. This is like four months ago. I was like, I just want somebody to to just I want Bruiser Brody or Abdullah to come out there and just whoop his ass. And there you go. That's all I got. I mean, do, do I need to say any more? And it's about not it, that you want to pay to see it. You just want it to be over quick. Yeah, just get it over with. But yeah, I've so, been I watched a little. Yeah, I watched a little current products so that i can stay you know connected to the child children well doc i know yeah. you got a drop um hopper and i got to take care of uh one quick thing uh related to his video shout out so if you want to drop feel free to unless you got anything else no i just want everybody to have a blessed rest of their uh existence today All just right. really we're so blessed and, and remember stay woke out there <laughs> from earlier in the show when we were talking about that all right all right well on that note as doc's dropping off i want to remind you all to uh don't forget to to give harper a shout out via email at chris harper 16 wildcat at gmail.com wildcat with a k uh that is if you want one of harper's video shout outs life and relationship advice for yourself or someone you know a best friend a girlfriend boyfriend whatever you have in your life or you just want harper to shout you out via video you can email him, chrishopper16wildcat at gmail.com. And then after you email him, don't forget to PayPal him 20 bucks to cc30388cc at yahoo.com. And a real quick note, Hopper's had a few people PayPal him, but they haven't emailed him. So yeah. when when you, and I'm not trying to be mean, I'm just trying to tell, let you know. When you PayPal him, just make sure you email him too. That way he knows that you sent money from your PayPal address, whatever that may be, especially if it doesn't match up your email. That way he knows who you are and what you want in your video. If you PayPal him, just PayPal him, 
uh, he may forget to, or he not, not that he'll forget, he just won't know what video to cut for you or what he should be talking about. So anyway, just wanted to mention that. I know we've had a few people PayPal him, but not email him as well. So, Harbor, anything else? No. Okay. Just wanted to make sure I covered that because we talked last night. One of our wonderful listeners had uh, PayPal'd you, but no email. So, we want to make sure we, we get that I sent them in. an email. He didn't respond. So, I don't know what the fuck. Well, maybe maybe by the time he hears this, um, you know, he'll the one person we're talking about who's a Hall of Fame patron, maybe he'll... Maybe he'll have already responded. So anyway, I know some people don't check their emails any, every day. But yeah, so I wanted to mention that. And like I said, it, you probably heard it by now, but Hopper and I will be or would have already spoken to Luke Hawks about the new show on, on Stars called Heels with Stephen Amell and Alexander Ludwig. Uh, I believe CM Punk's going to be in it as well. So it's a good show. It's about pro wrestling. There's some stuff that I oh, didn't did say, Oh. He did respond back. Oh, you did get an email. Oh, good. So there you go. Yeah. You got an email from from the person. He, he says, yeah. "Hey man, I did it." He's like, "Uh, I was listening to the episode where you guys were talking about the impossible whopper, and uh, I want I want you to do a taste test with the impossible <laughs> whopper, and that's why he sent the extra ten bucks." <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's really good. I don't do they. Let's uh, let's Google it. Burger King, Impossible uh, Whopper. I don't know. Well, it's still showing on the menu. All right. So <laughs> there you go. So you're gonna do a video? Oh, this should be good. Oh, yeah. This should be real good. Now it's just a taste test, so if you don't like it, you don't have to eat the whole thing. I would I would assume, but this I'll should be good. <laughs> I can only imagine you doing a taste test of that. All right, so yeah, send uh, if you want a video shout out. There you go. And again, Hopper and I will be talking to Luke about the show Heels on Stars, which there was uh, one or two things I thought eh, this that's kind of dumb, but I enjoyed. I've only watched the first episode at this point, although I know two episodes have aired. I've only watched the first one, and I thought it was good. So, on that note, maybe you should check it out too if you've got if you've got stars as well. Harper, anything else before we uh, hit the go home queue and get the heck out of here? Nah, let's let's roll. Let's roll. All right, Harper, hit the tagline. Let's roll. Fuck it, bitch. <laughs>